discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to be back. Hallelujah. So, this morning, you know, I've been asking God since, I think, Tuesday or so. And I've been asking God what to share with us this morning. And up to this morning, nothing was coming. Yeah. I tell you. Yeah. Some people think that pastors just move around. You know, past, you see, being, being a supportive pastor is even different from being the one who preaches. It's not the same. You see, when you are going to preach, there's a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. A lot of pressure. I mean, to find out what God wants to see. Because you don't want to misfire. You see, you don't want to come and say what God says you shouldn't say. Or what God has not said you should say. Because it's not a small thing. Do you see? Uh-huh. So, and you don't want to miss what God wants for his people. Okay? So, normally a preacher, a good preacher, would seek the Lord concerning what to share. You know, that is why you shouldn't take what is being shared for granted. Because it came from a pressure cooker. You see, it's a pressure something that God, you know, has given for us to enjoy. You see, uh, so nothing else works apart from God's word. When you allow the word of God to take over your, your soul, your life, it changes everything about you. You, see, you can be in church for a long time and not allow the word of God to transform you. That's what I found over the period. I found Christians, even pastors, who are not interested in what God says and are not interested in practicing what God says. You see, a lot of people are working with their own mind. They have their mind. I got my mind. I got my gumption. You know gumption. Some people call it gumption. Like you have your own mind. You see, but the purpose of the word of God is to replace your thoughts with the thoughts of God. The word of God is the, is the thoughts of God. This is what God thinks about different situations, different you know, aspects of life. And it will help you if you drop your own perceptions and drop your own way of thinking and drop your own way of behaving and pick up what God says. Don't think that I am the one saying something. I'm not the one saying anything. You see, I'm not the one uh, bringing you words. No, these are things that are from God. These are things that God has said to do or has said to give to his children. And you will do well 
if you take it like that, you see, if you consider it as words from God, because they are words from God, how does God get anything done in the earth? He doesn't get anything done in the earth through any other means but through his servants. Okay? Yes. So when you believe in what is being said, your fruits start coming. Sometimes people think that what is being said are our personal ideas or our ideologies or our philosophies. It's not my philosophy. I don't have any philosophy in life. Jesus, if there's anything like philosophy that is just, I just, it's just Jesus, my love for Jesus. That's all. All the things I do or do not do is just because of my love for Jesus. That's all. You see. So it's very important. One of the, I remember sharing something with you some time ago, I think last year, concerning how to receive the word of God. Do you remember? I shared concerning how to receive. And the first point I made was receive the messenger. Do you see? Receiving the messenger. If you think the one who is talking to you is not genuine or is not correct or is not from God, then there's nothing that he will say or do that will bless you. Jesus was talking about Anna in Mark chapter 6. And he spoke about how that the widow of Zarephath, you see, Zarephath is not, it's not an Israeli town. It's a town outside of Israel. Hmm? It's a town outside of Israel. And he said that there were widows, many widows in Israel when the famine was happening. I think it's the rendering in Luke. Okay? You remember, in Mark chapter 6, verse 1, Jesus went to his own hometown. They, could, they did not receive him because they knew who he was. They knew where he had come from. They knew his parents. They knew his brothers and sisters. You know, and as you stay with the man of God, you get to know a lot of things about the man of God. You get to know his parents. You get to know his wife. You get to know his children. You get to know his home. You get to know all those things. So if you are not careful, you take the person as normal. And so when the person is talking, it's like, oh, ah, by you, we know you. <laughs> We know where you live. We know what you like, what food, your best food. We know all those things about you. So how come today you are doing, ah, I see the Lord. I see the Lord. The Lord is doing something in your life. My friend, let us think. Let's be serious. You see, because of what you have seen or what you have heard. But make sure what you see or hear does not prevent you from receiving what God wants for you through his servant. It's very important. Never think that what is being shared is from the person's head or to control you or to... As soon as you start thinking like that, I mean, you have, you have missed it. You'll be surprised at what is in the person's heart. You'll be shocked at what is in my heart concerning you. Do you see? Yes. Hallelujah. So always go for the word. Don't go for any other thing. Go for the word of God. Go for what is being said. You see, what is being said is, is what will change your life. He says, but I t- this is Luke chapter 4 now. But I tell you the truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias or Elijah. Many widows were in, the, in, the, in, the, in, in Israel in the days of Elias. Is, it, is this in Mark chapter 6 as well? Are these verses in Mark chapter 6 as well? Check for me quickly. Please. Are these the verses that Jesus was talking about? Jesus was rejected in his own hometown. These verses. Okay. Can you show us from verse 24? 
Go to verse 24. And he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. Have you seen it? No prophet is what? Accepted. Accepted. It's a difficult thing. Yeah. It's a difficult thing. Do you see? No prophet is accepted in his own country. And as, as soon as this becomes true in your life, if this becomes true in your life, you are in trouble. All the blessings will be sent to another person instead of to you. Even though the blessings were this, was designed for you to go to another person because you've taken psycho. I know. We already know. This message that he's preaching, he preached it two years ago. We were at this meeting when he was talking about it. So, I mean, ah, so let's think about ourselves. You see, and no matter who you are, no matter how loyal or how committed you are, the devil will talk to you in one, one of these days. He will talk to you. I don't know if it has happened to you before. You, you love the man of God, you love the prophet, you love, but then you start here, things start coming to you. It will just come to your heart. You don't, nobody has said it, it will just come to you. Oh, this person, you should go away. <laughs> one day I was, I was, you know, just, you know, having uh, a, a teaching session with, with a certain man of God that I follow. You know, one of these wonderful people I follow. And then all of us, he was saying something, and then all of a sudden, the devil spoke to me and said that all these things, they are not true. He just, I said, hey, where is this thing from? You should know, you should know the devil's voice. I just knew that this is the devil's not. These are not my thoughts. They are thoughts that come to you that are not from God. You see, and they are not your thoughts either. They are straight from the devil. Straight from the devil. Oh, he's, this is they are not important. They always say things for for nothing. Hey, you have to remove those things from your heart so that you can receive, and so that you can be blessed. Do you see? Yeah. Verily, I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. Verse twenty-five. Hmm. But I tell you of a truth: many widows were in Israel. Many widows. Many. <laughs> The problem was existing in Israel, okay, but God did not send his prophet to anybody in Israel because nobody in Israel was ready to receive. Nobody. Yeah. They were accusing him, accusing Elijah for closing the heavens for three and a half years. They didn't understand why he had closed it for three and a half years. They, they were all speaking in their houses. When these men are going, they wake up, they just say things. They just say things. Look at his head. He's always eating. He's, he's eating locusts and wild whatever. So wild honey. So he doesn't care about us. Saying things. But I tell you the truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias. When the heaven was shut up three years and six months. When great famine was throughout all the land. Great famine. Next verse. But I tell you the truth. But unto none of them was Elijah sent. Save unto Sarepta. This is a... Uh, 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 this is New Testament, so it's translated from the Greek. It's actually Zarephath. And save unto Zarephath, a city of Sidon. Zidon. It's not, it's not an Israeli city at all. Unto a woman that was a widow. Another place altogether. So you have to be very careful. I mean, don't take the words for granted. Don't take the messages for granted. Don't say, oh, I've heard it before. Don't go in the podcast and then you're just browsing through... Pasco, I've heard all these things. You are making a very big mistake. 
Yeah, when you do that, you see, it's spiritual. Though. These things they are spiritual, it's not physical. Though. It has nothing to do with the physical. Mm. When you start doing that and thinking like that, eh, the Lord himself, you see, always remember, no matter what you know or what, what you have heard or what you have felt or whatever you have experienced in the natural with, with me or with any man of God, always remember that the person is a man of God still. No matter what jokes have been passed in times past with you, whatever it is, is you should be careful with the, when you see that the man of God is becoming too free, you should tell him that, Charlie, thank God for your life, but let's, let's flow, let's flow along another line. Hmm. Because you don't want your blessings to be cut in a certain way. Never, ever become too familiar. The greatest thing that casts the flow of the anointing is familiarity. Familiarity. When you become familiar. If you remember, one of the points that I gave you at the beginning of the year, one of the nine points for fruitfulness and multiplication was to receive the sent man of God for your life. Do you remember? You see that you have cut your blessings into 70. On your own. That was point six. Identify who your spiritual cover is. And remain connected. That, and that's what I'm trying to talk about this morning. Okay? Do you know that up until the time I held the microphone, I didn't know what to say? Do you know? I didn't know what to say. When I held the microphone, I started talking. Then it started coming. Yeah. Because probably God had told me in the office for me to come and shout. I would have changed it. I would have said, no. Let's try and say something else. Yeah. Hmm. So don't think that God is, God is very serious about what he's saying. And he knows why he's saying this, this congregation. Jeremiah is one of the greatest things that will bring you blessings. <laughs> Just by the word of a prophet. It says, by a prophet were they brought out of Israel, and by prophet were they preserved. <laughs> one man of God saw somebody and told him, the guy was a trotter meat. Okay? I'm going to bring this man of God here one of these days. He, he wants to come here. The, one, the prophet that I'm talking about wants to come here. Yes. He, he's heard about us and he says he has to be here. So I'm sure by the close of the year, you see him standing here. When you see any prophet that you have never seen before, realize that he's the one I'm talking about today. He told the trot He told him, you own an airplane. Trot too, not a trot driver. Trot meat. He told him, you own an airplane. Before the next two years is up. Eyes up, right? Oh, yes. Two, before two years, he had the guy was an owner of an airplane. A cargo airplane. He, he owned a, Do you understand a cargo airplane? Do you understand? Not a private jet, cargo airplane. Very big. That transports things from Europe to Ghana and other places. Yeah. A prophet was sent to Jeroboam. Do you know Jeroboam? <laughs> Solomon had a son called Rehoboam, who was a king, and he was messing up. You see, there was a time that came in his life where he was supposed to make a choice as to whether to reduce the burdens of Israel or to increase the burdens of Israel. And he told them that my father's waist will be like my little finger. I'll mafia you guys. You will see. My father chastised you with whips. I will chastise you with scorpions. You will see. It's in the Bible. First Kings chapter 12 verse 4. 
you see it there. Now, Jeroboam was, was, a, was a general, was an army general in Israel. Do you see? Nowhere close to being a, being a king. A prophet was sent to him. You see, the main prophet sent one of the junior prophets to go to him. And then he told him that when you go and you prophesy to him, run away. After you have said what you are supposed to say, when you say it now, run away. He tore Jeroboam's clothes into twelve and gave him ten and said, God has torn the kingdom from Rehoboam and has given ten to you. By the following day, it was happening. By the following day. If you joke with the words of a prophet, you are, you are, you are in trouble. First Kings eleven twenty nine. From verse 28. Go to verse 28. And the man, Jeroboam, was a mighty man of valor. And Solomon, seeing the young man that he was industrious, he made him ruler over all the charge of the house of Joseph. And it came to pass at that, at that time, when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem, that the prophet Ahijah, the Shilonite, found him in the way. And he clad himself with a new garment. And they, and they too were alone in the field. And Ahijah caught the new garment that was on him and rent it into into in 12 pieces. He tore it into 12 pieces. Uh-huh. And he said to Jeroboam, take thee 10 pieces. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, behold, I will rent the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon, and I'll give 10 tribes to thee. But he shall have one tribe for my servant David's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes. This thing came to pass practically live. I think I mixed two stories. There was another guy, there's another guy who the prophets, the one they sent the guy to go and prophesy, they told him, when you prophesy, now run away. Because the prophecy is too heavy. Listen, God, there are things that God wants for you. But it's hidden in the, in, you see, you may not like the servant of God. Hmm? Ask your neighbor, or tell your neighbor, you may not like the servant of God. You may not like his walking style. You may not like his preaching style. You may not like his lifestyle. Maybe you know he's into boozing. Maybe you know he's into womanizing. Maybe you know he's into fraud. Yeah. Maybe you know he smokes. <laughs> you may know all kinds of things about the man of God, but don't forget that he's a man of God. <laughs> and the man of God's words are most effective when he looks weak or when he looks like nothing is happening his words is too powerful when it looks like he's nothing is like it looks like oh nothing is happening do you know when isaac spoke and blessed jacob for it to work in jacob's life when he was almost blind isaac could not see anything an old man blind old man weak old man sitting in a chair that he cannot, he cannot move around. He needs help to move around and all of that. Yeah. The way you value the servant of God determines how well the word of God that he speaks to you works in your life. Hmm? Genesis 27 verse 1. And it came to pass, when Isaac was old, look at this, says, when Isaac was what? Old. And his eyes were dim so that he could not see. When he was old, his eyes were dim so that he could not see. He called Esau, his eldest son, and said unto him, My son, said unto him, Behold, I am here. Then he told him, Go and prepare me venison. Come and let me bless you. When Jacob came, Isaac smelled him and said, The smell of my son is as a smell. Show us that place. As a smell of 
a field which the Lord has blessed. <laughs> Verse 27, 27, 27. And he came near and kissed him and smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Next verse. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee and blessed be, every, blessed be he that blessed thee. Have you seen it? What was his state? He was an old man whose eyes were dim and who could not see. So don't joke like a, a comment. It's from the Lord. You shouldn't joke with it. An idea is from the Lord. You shouldn't joke with it. How many, how many hours did you spend with me? How many hours did you spend with me? Or how many hours did you spend with your pastor? If he says something, do this. Don't say that, oh, this is his idea. His idea? All the best. You may be in that state for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be shocked. I was preaching one of those days. You were telling me recently. And I held one of our pastors. He was struggling. A lot. I held his shoulder and I hit his shoulder like this. And I said that, the, what did I say? You are going to be a millionaire. God is going to prosper you. Said some things. It's happening in his life. If you believe it, he was struggling practically. If you believe it, it will start happening in your life. Yeah. We can have a church where that nothing matters. Like whatever I said, we are just preaching, going and coming. Or, or we can have a church that is supernatural. It's up to us. We decide what kind of a church we want. Whether we want a church that is supernatural or a church that is so normal and so natural and words don't mean anything. And whatever I said does not mean anything. We've said that. Don't someone who just a lady who just walks into the church two weeks, three weeks, one month, three months, four months. It's not known. So don't go and propose to that person. We said it. Haven't we said it before? But up to date, we have people, boys who have been in the system for a long time, proposing to people who just came. Meanwhile, those who have been around for a long time and who have who have been changed through the word of God and have become correct. You don't like. What, what does what does it say? Uh huh. Now you understand my message, eh? You need good ex. You need good windows. Good example. Oh yeah. It's as though when we're talking, there was water inside the beard. So you see that your, it's like your blessing. A certain type of blessing is just delayed in your life because you are not looking at the right thing. After several, several months, several years of talking and saying this, we are still the same way, the same thing, the same whatever. And life is passing you by. And you are not realizing. Hmm. I called somebody, I told him, your destiny is not in Ghana, your destiny is abroad. He's here, he's still here. <laughs> Whenever I see him, can you imagine? Every time I see him, I, 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 it's abroad, I see Every time I see him. Even this morning when I saw him, I was like... What is this guy still doing here? Why is he not making any efforts to go? It's been maybe eight years since I spoke, or seven years since I spoke to him. Yes. It's been long. <laughs> there were many widows in Israel. 
But unto none of them was the prophet Elijah sent. But unto a widow at Zarephath. Yeah. He know, this is not the first time. He knows, he knows himself. He knows. As I'm talking, he knows that he's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> you better start moving. Or else to delay more. 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 You may not think that I'm a prophet. But I, I, I tell you. I tell you. If I'm not a prophet to anybody, I'm a prophet to you. Yes. Don't wait until we say that. I'm a sukiniva. I can see it. It's happening in your life. Don't wait. Or else you wait for a long time. Yeah, you wait for a long time. You wait for a long time. The healings are possible because the people believe. They believe in the word. They believe in what is being said. The Bible says that they came to come and hear Jesus. And to be healed. Yeah, they believe. Or we can have an atmosphere where faith is, is rife, strong, is, is high. We can have an atmosphere where it's nothing. You see, all that is being said, oh, Charlie, sir. This is one of those, Charlie. Left hand, left hand. They just like the like talk. We know every single thing that is in your life. Okay, every blessing that God has for you comes to it's amazing. I'm not the one saying it's scripture, so okay, let's let's let me use scriptures for you. Okay, Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. This is one of the verses. I'll give you what? Pastors, after my own hand, which shall feed you with knowledge and with understanding. Do you see? Then it says, And it shall come to pass after that, after when you be multiplied and increased in the land, because of the prophets that I'll send to you, you'll be increased in the land. In those they say of the Lord, they shall say no more the ark of the covenant of the Lord, neither shall it come to mind, neither shall the, that they remember it, neither shall they reset it, neither shall that be done anymore. Because I'm going to be sending you prophets and pastors after my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and with understanding. Then you shall be multiplied. I see in it. Yeah. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Then he says, believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. So it's like your prosperity is tied to the prophet's word for you. When he says, stop this. We have heard, but we will not do. What shall we do? You have said yours, but we also have our own things. So you are, those of you who, are, who have been around for some time, just do an introspection right now. Look at the things that have been said to you over the period. Directly and indirectly and see whether you have done the things you are supposed to do or not. Don't come and insult me and say that, oh, they were, well, we've been around for a long time. We don't have any. We don't have not seen anything. How about what, what you were told? Have you done what you were told? What did you do with it? Hey. What did you do with it? Did you, did you move with it or you didn't move with it? Have you grown over the period or you have gotten worse? Receive grace to not get worse. Listen, all we have is the word of God. There's nothing else. There's nothing. The word of God, the Holy Spirit. That's all. You see. And you should give attention to what is being said. You realize that your faith is not working in a certain way. Why don't you go sit down and, and read? I've pointed out Kenneth Hagin to you. Haven't I pointed out Kenneth Hagin to you? Over the period. Over and over and over again. 
I've pointed out Kenny Copeland to you over and over and over again. You, when you read what they, have, what they have written, you will notice that what you are hearing is a scene. And you will notice that what you are hearing is what produces fruits, produces results. You will not be in a hurry to look for something else. You will stay with the word of God until your change comes. Monikila Ragadala. You will go forward. In Jesus' name. Yes. In fact, you are going forward. In Jesus' name. Stagnation is out of your life. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Uh, stagnation is out of your life. Your prosperity has finally come. In Jesus' name. Yes. Your prosperity has finally come. Your development has finally come. In Jesus' name. The Lord Himself is doing His own work. Because it's, it's not God's will for his children to stay at one place. At all. They have compassed this mountain long enough. You are not to compass one mountain for a long time. No, God wants you to develop. He wants you to go forward. Yes. He wants you to go forward. Every Sunday service is something very powerful. Something, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a new face for you. Yes. No, no, not, it's like every time you're on the same level, same, whatever. No. No. Growth has finally come. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, why do you receive... What are you looking for from from a man of God, from God's servant? All you are looking for is the word of God that God has put in his mouth. That's all you are looking for. So you receive the man of God in order to be able to receive his word. Naturally speaking, you gravitate towards people who accept you. Will you keep going to a place where you are rejected? I mean, you're a, you're a gentleman, you're proposing to this girl, you've been proposing for the last two years, she's not minding you, and you keep going. Before you realize, it's 18. And, I mean, you have become an old man. Do you see? Go, go where you're accepted. That's it. You go where you're accepted. And if they are rejecting you from here, pray about it. Let the Lord lead you somewhere else. Hmm? Let the Lord lead you somewhere else. One of the things that I've noticed too about some of us is that we've said that before you choose a gentleman or choose a lady, pray about it. Do do you see? How many times have we said it? So many times. When it's time for you to choose, or when you're ready to choose, you choose by sight. And then you come and tell us that you have prayed. How long have you been? Are you sure I've been praying? Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been praying. <laughs> Instead of t- you think marriage is a small thing, even those who, who prayed are struggling. How much more you who did not pray? And you we were, we were deceiving, you we were deceiving somebody. I mean, pray. Spend time with the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Lord, don't look at breast and buttocks. You are behaving as though you'll be walking behind your wife all your life. Or like every time you're just behind her, you're seeing buttocks or you're in front of her as she's walking this way. You are walking behind her, you're seeing her breast. Take the lead all the time. Take the lead. <laughs> you will not see the buttocks. You will not see the breasts. You will not see the hips. You will see character. And you will see, you will see divergent purpose. 
Yeah. <laughs> you will see yourself saying that, oh, I want us to, I want us to go to this country and go and serve God there. Because that's what I feel the Lord is telling me to do. And your wife will rise up and say that I did not marry somebody who will be going everywhere to go and preach. The Lord hasn't told me. I also hear from the Lord. Thank you very much, my dear. I also hear from the Lord. The Lord has not told me for us to go here. The Lord told you, so you can go. I'll be here. You can go. There's a bishop who has lost his ministry because of his wife. Recently, just recently, he lost, lost because of his wife. Just because of his wife. His wife decided that I'm not going where you're going. I'm staying here. You, you can go whatever you can do. And she took the children and left. Yes. And he was in that country alone. Struggling. He wanted to save himself, so he dropped the ministry and went to his. To, so that he can have sex with peace. At, with peace of mind. Yeah, because if you're a minister, I mean, you, you can't have sex anywhere. It's true. Your sex machine has gone. <laughs> I travel, he has traveled to another place. And you are here. What are you going to do? Let me just move. So he just left the ministry and went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we say it, you think that, oh, so it's one of those things. <laughs> they are just talking. Until it comes, when you cannot obey God because of your husband or your wife. All you are looking for is the, is the word from the man's mouth. That's what you are looking for. That's all you are looking for. You are not looking at his car. You are not looking at it. What, what are you going to do with the car? What are you going to do with the house? What are you going to do? What has he got to say? Do you see? To me. Whether it's personal or general. Whatever it is. It's God who is speaking to you. Do you see? If you, if you follow what is being said, you see that God is blessing you. And God is blessing you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said that when, in their weakest of momentum. Yeah, very dangerous to think that, oh, it's nothing. Yeah. At the time when he's most, he's most vulnerable, vulnerable like nothing, just having a casual conversation, you'll be shocked that God will lead you through something that is being said. Because as far as God is concerned, the, the, casual, the casual conversation is actually not casual. I was talking to a great man of God one of these days, you know, and he was talking. As I was talking, he said, that is why he said something earlier. I took it seriously. But as he was talking, he went on talking, he said, that is why the Spirit of God is telling me to tell you. Then he mentioned that same thing he had mentioned earlier. I said, hey, so the Spirit of God was talking to me some 10 minutes ago, and I, I didn't see it until he said, as he was we talking, he said, that is why the Spirit of God is telling me, that's why I'm seeing it in the Holy Spirit, that you should, you should do this thing to, to really help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is, it is even worrying when you get to the level where you get angry when the word of God is released to you. Do you get it? Like, you are not happy at all because something was said. It's, it's worrying. Or when it is being said, you wonder, is it because I said something some time ago? That's why the man is talking the way he's talking. Has someone spoken to him about me? That's why he's saying this. Maybe they've mentioned my case. That's why he's saying these things. If they've mentioned your case or not, how is that? How does that spoil it? It's like you don't understand the spiritual whatever. Do you get it? I remember many years ago, we were in a very small, uh, our only church, very small church, Asafo. And I was preaching. I mean, I don't know what I was even preaching. 
Say something by the spirit. Though. This lady was so angry in the service. And after the service, she was so angry. She never came back to the church. Because she said that her pastor has come to say something to me. That is why I'm preaching what I'm preaching. Meanwhile, I had not even spoken to her pastor for a long time. And even if I was spoken, I would not have spoken about her. Because I don't even know her. Do you understand? I'm just speaking by the spirit. By inspiration, as the Lord is leading me to talk. She doesn't want to hear the word of God, basically. She got angry, stormed out. That was it. Up to date, we've not seen her again. Yes. It's like those in the scriptures. As Stephen was preaching, speaking the word of God, Acts chapter 7, do you know what they did? They charged on him. The people the message was for charged on him with stones and killed him. Can you imagine? <laughs> Jesus, very cool, calm, collected, wonderful person, healing sicknesses. I no eyes, no eyeballs, is healing eyeballs, low, no legs, legs are growing, everybody is seeing the miracles, everything. Their response is anger. Jesus goes to a, the temple to heal a synagogue to heal someone who was bent double. This woman had been bent for 38 long years. When the woman st- stretched and became fine, the ruler of the synagogue said that, listen, there are six days in the, in the week that you can come for healing. Don't come on the Sabbath day for healing. Hey. This is someone who is in church. They are all in church. This ruler of the synagogue is there. Bishops, they are all there. But when the word of God comes, eh, the response is anger. The response is, oh, what's all this? It's not what you want to hear. Luke 13, 14. And the ruler of the synagogue was angry because Jesus had made her well on the Sabbath. And he said to the people, there are six days in which men may do work. So come on those days to be made well and not on the Sabbath. Ah, someone has been sick for 30, 80. Is this your response? After God had done, has done something for the person. You may think that, oh, I'll never become like this. It's the same way when something is said to you, and then you get angry. Do you understand what I'm saying? You get angry because you, you were corrected, or because something was said to you. Oh, don't do it like that. And then you respond quietly. Oh, yes, yes, please, yes, please. But then you make a decision in your heart that me, me, this church, if I ever say anything to anybody about anything again, that is it. There's something wrong with you. You close up your heart. Your heart is closed. You see, I'm a pastor. I'm not a teacher. I'm not Reverend George. Well, I may not say the Greek word is this said all the time. I'm a pastor. Do you understand? Hey, I'm, a pa- I'm not a prophet. I'm not coming to cast any, any devil out. The way prophet them came to do here. The way the devils live is by teaching. As I'm teaching you. Devils living. You see, the devils, they are just living you. Hmm. Everybody and their own. So that you see the differences. I'm a pastoral teacher. That's, that's how I teach. The guys got angry and looked after seven. Eh? The Bible says that as Stephen was talking. Can you show us, can you show us that, that, that verse? Acts, what did I say? Oh, Acts chapter 7, not Luke. Acts chapter 7. Look at their response. It says, but he being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. And he said, standing on the right hand of God. And said, Behold, I see heaven. The heaven. You see, someone is saying, Behold, I see the heavens open. And the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. What should you do? Ah, is that so? Wow. God, help me see some. 
Is that not what you're supposed to say? God, help me see some. Look at their response. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And there's even a portion where it says they were, they were grinding their teeth like assholes. Like, they were just getting and go, go up. 53, 53, 54. Let's read 53 to 54. It's still powerful. He says, who have received the law by the disposition of angels and have not kept it? He's talking to them. He says, you guys, you received... <laughs> He's preaching. Telling them what they have done that is wrong that they need to correct. Eh? When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. A man of God has been sent. And the, the effect of the word of God that is coming is, let's kill him. Or let's crucify him. Or let's throw him out. Let's stone him. Let's destroy him. So that we don't hear, let's mute him. So that we don't hear what he's saying again. Hey, it's wild though. Now upon hearing this amplified, upon hearing these things, they, the Jews, were cut to the heart and infuriated. And they ground their teeth against him. They were ground their Angry. Angry. is English. As you get close, you see that some things will be said about uh, to you. And some changes will be, they will, they, will, they will try to make some kind of changes in your life. Out of love. If the response is that of anger, it's like, oh, it's okay. Let me know. So when we see something, we'll not say it. We'll not say anything. Keep quiet. If you want to go, it's fine. You can do whatever you want to do. It's okay. It's okay. It's powerful. It's fine. Feel free. The men of the Sanhedrin listened to Stephen and they became more and more angry with him. They bit their teeth together because they were so angry. They were so angry and they charged on him and stoned him to death. Wow. Wow. So when something is said about don't don't get angry. If it is your story that was mentioned in the message, don't get angry. You are even lucky that we are using your story. <laughs> your name was not even mentioned. It came with solutions. You don't like the solution. They, they mentioned my case. Meanwhile, your name was not even mentioned. You are the only one who knows your case. You are the only one who knows your case. So should we be quiet in the church? Should we not preach and say what we are supposed to say? Someone said, you pointed at my direction when you were talking about this particular thing. You pointed at my direction. Your case is not exclusive to you. You'll be surprised at how many people are dealing with the same case in the, in the church. And the Lord, <laughs> the Lord is bringing a solution and you're angry. This is why people can't stay in churches. Offense. Pride. Offense. I'm not happy. They said this. They did that. They did that. They did that. You see, because you have taken the things like it's normal. You see, you don't understand that something spiritual is happening. You're seeing men. You're not seeing God. Meanwhile, God is the one talking. God is the one trying to help you. How else will you be helped? The Lord is bringing you something. Receive it with joy. Receive the word of God with gladness, not with anger. You won't change. That's why you came. That's why you came. That's why we are here. We want something different. We want to progress. We want to go forward. We want God to use us to do what he wants us to do. We want to become what God wants us to become.
That's all. That's why we are here. We want more of Jesus. That's why we are here. Don't forget the reason of your being here. Never forget it. Okay? Always look out for the word of God for you. Yes. What is God saying to me at this time? Jump into it. That is, what, that is when you become fruitful. The blessings that God gives is in his word. Isaac's blessing was in the fact that he could hear God speak to him and say that, don't go to the land of Egypt. Stay in Gerah. That was Isaac's blessing. Same with Jacob, same with Abraham, same with all these wonderful people. They could hear God speak. Whether it came through his servant or it came directly, they just knew that this is what God says I should do. And they do it. That is where success, true success, is in listening to what God has to say and doing what God has to say. That is it. That's, that is why we are here. Okay? I was telling one of our guys, I told him, go to the messages. Sit down. Listen to it. That is the, what do you want us to do? <laughs> I told him, what do you want us to do? What do you want me to do? What, what, what should they, I don't know how, what else are you expecting? Ask your neighbor, what else are you expecting? It's not, tell anybody, it's not a rhetorical question. You want to, what? You're expecting magic. Ooh. Or money. Ooh. If you are going to give everybody money, haven't you noticed when you come, it is your money they take? <laughs> or you've not noticed? Yes. And they are not just taking your money. They are, they are, it's an offering. It's a seed. These are offerings and seeds you are giving to God. Do you see? It's for his kingdom to go. It is your covenant with him. You see, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You see, and all these other things shall be added to you. If you believe in the scriptures we have given you concerning seed, seed sowing and harvest. You see, you can be doing it and not believe that this thing actually leads to. <laughs> One, there's a pastor friend I have, you know, who keeps asking me for money. I mean, anytime I talk to him, or he talks to me. I know his mind is coming to ask for. One day he came to this place. And I, 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 he wanted, I told him, I'll send you something. So I sent him. Then later on he texted me again about it. Then I called him and I told him that, listen. We are all using the word of God. Is it because he's, he's seen a church? Like I'm pastor of a big church. So he thinks that the money of the church is my money. If I was spending the money of the church... This will not be sitting here, and none of the buildings we have in that other places will be there. And none of the auditoriums, we just rented an auditorium for our church at Ashaliboche. It was almost 72,000 Ghana cities. Today's our first service there. How much offering do you give? Do you understand what I'm trying to talk about? So if, if you think that I am spending the money in the church, it's all in my pockets. There shouldn't be, I, I should be in America or something. I should be flying first class around the world. I'm not, I'm not, we are not using the money for anything apart from what God says we should use it for. I told him we are, you see, if, if, can you imagine if my family members think that the church's money is my money? Do you know the pressure they'll give to me? So I had to explain to my own family members, my extended, yes, I had to explain to my extended family members that the church's money is not my money. I am paid, I am a salaried worker with the church. I am paid an amount at the end of the month. That is what belongs to me. If it can get to you, it will get to you. <laughs> if it cannot get to you, it cannot get to you. 
or am I doing a bad thing? I'm not doing a bad thing. If it gets to you, fine. If it doesn't get to you, it's a blessing. Let's all believe God. I told, I told this gentleman, I had to explain to him. I told him, listen, we are all putting, I'm putting my faith to work to feed my own family, my own nuclear family, to pay my children's school fees, to do all those. I'm believing God and trusting God, looking out to God for supply. I'm using the word of God that I'm, I'm, I'm teaching for myself or the, the, what, what I'm hearing for myself. Why do I give? I'm giving so that God will also, I also be blessed. Because God has set it as a, as, as, as a, as an, as, as a principle. Seed time and harvest. Giving and receiving. Sowing and reaping. This is it. That's how it is. If you are not going to give, don't expect to receive. That is the principle. That is the truth. And believe in it. Don't just give. Believe that as you are giving, you are receiving. Do you see? If you believe it, you see it working for you. Because that is what is working for us. I don't have to ask anybody for money. The Lord sorts me out. The Lord finds his own way. You see? So whatever is... Like, believe, I'm just trying to say that. Believe in the words that are being spoken to you. And use them for yourself. And God will bless you. You'll be shocked. You see, there are many testimonies. As I'm preaching, I'm seeing some people in the service. God has blessed them. A year ago, they could not give 1,000 Ghana cities. Today, they can give 100,000 Ghana cities. I don't know why they don't like sharing testimonies here. I don't know why. Because the Lord has blessed you. You have a lot of testimonies. But you, you are quiet. You feel people come and ask you for money. It does happen. It happens. If you come and stand and tell them, God has blessed me with a million dollars, that is it. Tomorrow morning, you see people lined up at your... My school fees. My school fees. This one, this one, this one. So, listen, for security purposes, don't declare. Just come and say that God has blessed me. God has helped me. Things have changed in my life. I was like this, but now God has changed my life. That's all. But whatever it is, give your testimony. Don't hold on. Because you can be sitting and you think that nothing is happening. Oh, it's just I will just go and come. You have no idea. There's a gentleman sitting here as I'm talking to you. Just uh, a year and a half ago, okay, he couldn't give 200, 200 CDs as offering in a, on a Sunday. Or even 200 like, seed. Seed is high. Do you see? One day I was sitting here, he was just walking by and I called him and I told him that, ah, God is telling me to tell you that he's going to use you to take care of your family. God is going to use you to take care of your family. He said, amen. I receive it. After about a month or two, I told him that the company you are working with, because he was doing his national service at that time, I told him the company you are working with, they are going to retain you. They retain him. And we pay him a certain amount. It wasn't much. When he came to tell me, oh, they retained me, I said, oh, this is not what God showed me. God showed me more. There's more that God showed me. He went and came back after some months. His pay changed from 2000 to 20000 or so. Yeah. And he came. I told him, I feel there's more. There's still more. There's still more. Today, he's paid 50000 Ghana cities every month. He's sitting here. He's amongst you. I can mention the figures. I can mention figures. You can mention. If you come to stand and say, God has, I'm being paid 50,000 Ghana cities a month. <laughs> we are coming to your house. No. There are some people sitting here. Eh? When they came to church, next to, they didn't. Jackie is sitting here. She's one of our pastors in uh, uh, Fortizo now, right? When she came to church, she said, there was nothing. She's working with Lance Commission. I told her they will retain you. 
they will do this for you. It will be done. It will be done. Has it happened? Yes, please. How long have you been working with them? I'm in the second year now. Second year. Retained. She's been paid. You can see her after church. <laughs> for something. Many testimonies. Many, 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 many. That's what you are looking for. You see, it's all you are looking for. It's not anything. When they say it's time to give, rise up and let's do what you are supposed to do. Don't say, oh, yeah, I mean, all these things. Don't complain. All those things. It's not correct, though. It's not correct, though. This one. Stand up. Looking for a job. This, 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 this. Looking for a job. <laughs> He's working with, is it Glovo now? He's working with Glovo. He used to work with Jumia. He's working with Glovo. At one point in time, Uber, head of Uber, West Africa, he's, he's sitting, he's one of his sitting amongst you. The, whole, the Uber you are boarding, the one who is looking after it in West Africa, is sitting in this church. <laughs> you need a job. <laughs> the person should show himself. You want free rights. That is what you are looking Listen, that is what you are looking for. That is what you are looking for. You are looking for God's word. That's all. God's word from anyone who stands here. Whether it's worship time, whatever. Because you don't know when God is going to say something to you. You don't know. Don't think that when I take the microphone, then God will say something. When they are doing the worship, something may come to you. Because you see, in Acts chapter 12, Acts chapter 13, they were doing worship. The Lord spoke. And said, separate unto me, Barnabas and so for the work that I called them to. A whole ministry started. Huge ministry started. Join worship. The word came, join worship. Oh, they are doing worship. Oh, it's worship. Or it can be opening prayer. Since you keep missing opening prayer all the time. It's a family meeting. I'm just having a family meeting with my family members. Can I speak to you as a father or I can't speak to you as a father? You'll be shocked that it is not the message that will bless you. Or it is not the message that will bring anything to you. But the opening prayer. Yes. The opening prayer. As you are praying, the Lord will just speak to you. Because you are looking for realm. The Lord will just speak to you. Do this. Ay, 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 ay. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Your prosperity is hidden in God's word. Hidden. First Peter chapter 4, verse 11. He says that let everyone who speaks, he says, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. The word oracles has to do with the, the channel through whom God speaks. So whoever is speaking is the talk show don't say oh, it's just a talk show, they are just sitting down saying something. You never know what God will say to you. You never know. As you are doing the praises, you'll be shocked at what will fall out of your life. You'll be shocked. You won't jump, something will just leave you. By the time you come down, you are free. Yeah. Don't joke with any of the things that are happening around. Okay? If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God has given. That God in all things will be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Many tests. I can't, I can't even. One of our leaders, I was telling her, you know, when I saw her, I was just so moved. You know, because she was struggling. The Lord spoke to me to tell her that it was, the struggle was over. And that she was going to be employed. And that she was going to get money was going to start coming to her. So I just spoke to her. She was just passing by. So I was like, ah, come. This is what God is telling me to tell you. Then I, God told me to ask her some things. So I asked her, is this true? Is this true? She said, oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. I said, ah, God has seen your affliction. 
darkness. He has seen a long time. And this is what he's saying. She knelt down and said, Amen. Amen. I receive it. I receive it. Listen. Like joke, like joke. And that one week she called me and told me that. You see, she was working. She's doing national service in a bank. The bank has created an office for her. In the headquarters. Listen, in the headquarters. She's working in a branch. They've created an opportunity in the headquarters. And have called her and interviewed only her for the position. And the question is, do you want to start it now or you want to finish national service? That's a question. I can I can read it to you. Do you want to start it now or you want to start after national service? It's like it's like uh, it's like it's like Sini. Yeah. I say Sini. God loves his children, no. You'll be shocked at how much God how much God loves. The only problem is that you may not be thinking the way you are supposed to think. You are not thinking right. You are not thinking right, you're not seeing right. So it keeps blocking what God wants to do in your life. Do you see? You are not thinking right about the servant of God. You are not thinking right about the things that are being said. You are not you are not behaving right. So it just blocks everything. If you open your heart, you'll be shocked at what God will do for you. Yeah, I, I don't need to call you or anything. Or nobody needs to call you. You see, and you, be, you may be thinking that I am the one who has something. How about Pastor Eddie? How about Pastor Alex? How about Pastor, Pastor Faith? How about all these pastors who are sitting here? How about them? How about their words? If you don't respect that one, you will not respect what I'm saying. You will not, you will not respect it. <laughs> wow. Is it amazing? As for the testimony, I can keep going and going and going and going and going. Many, many, many. As I see your faces, I just remember something. I just remember something. Ah, this person, I remember. This person, I remember. This person, I remember. You are looking for God's word for what to be said. To change everything about you. This gentleman here, you remember, some time ago, your car. I said something that you'll be, you'll be having a car soon, isn't it? How many weeks did it take? Was it for long? I wasn't having license or anything, but someone just bought me a car. Can you imagine? You see, you're surprised. <laughs> just like that. So when I stand here, I say, receive a car. You think I'm speaking from my stomach? <laughs> I've not said anything. I don't know what you are receiving. <laughs> you are ready. I've not, I've, not, I've not said anything. Hey. Hmm. Even the examples you are receiving. Wow. Hmm. I was praying for one of our sisters. And I told, as I was praying, it just came to me. A, a better job. A better job. Listen, a company she has not applied to called her for an interview the following week. Do you understand? Called her. She has not applied for it. They said, she didn't sleep with anybody. Oh, why would she sleep with anybody? You don't need to sleep with anybody. No, you don't need to sleep with anybody for anything. Oh, the power of God is stronger than sex. Your vagina is not as powerful as the power of God. No, it cannot be compared. No, no, no. What the power of God can get for you is higher than what your vagina can get for you. Hey. It's clear. It's a message. It's clear. What the word of God? Yeah. It's clear. A company she didn't apply for. They've called them for an interview. And they, they, they've talked, spoken about amount, everything. We are, we are waiting for them to call her. To come and start working. Yeah. 
So we are, we are waiting to, 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 for the call. Wow. Yeah. So anything, God can do anything. You just need to think that it is possible. Like be supernatural in your, like have some, like it can happen for me. Yes, believe it. Michael, see. I think it's also another person who spoke to you and a, a UK company, it was, I think it was a hospital. Yeah. Employed her from Ghana. Yeah. And brought her to UK. Without applying. Without application. She's in the UK as I'm speaking to you now. Yeah. She used to sit here. This was her place. Yeah. She used to sit here. She's in the UK as I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah. Please, uh, say it. God, I, don't, I don't even remember. Then I remember that one. That one, he was working in, he was, he was in one of our churches in Kumasi. He was working on the street when he got a call. Yeah. That the uh, French embassy is looking for him. Wow. And want to, uh, and that he, he had tried doing something some years ago. It never worked. But now they called him, that he, he, they want him in France quickly. Amazing. Long story short, they, he, he thought it was a joke. He thought somebody it's was coming, lying. He has coming. coming him. They called again. And he called through his parents. Mm. Long story short, they fast they got him his visa. His he didn't have any of these things. Visa passport and took him to France and published it in their newspaper that he has come to France. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> and wow. he was employed in the, the one of the best universities in France, all expenses paid. Wow! Yeah. Ta-da! Believe in God, and it shall be established. Believe also in his prophets, and you shall prosper. That's, that is where the thing is. Yeah. If you believe it, you'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. God will just open a door for you. Just like that. Just like that. And that will be it. Everything has changed. Yeah. Many te- I, I don't. I don't even know... Uh, uh, many, many. When when they come to my mind and I say it, many, many. Hmm. So please try your best to not become familiar. Try your best to not become familiar with the word of God that is being spoken over you. Okay. Yes. Try your best. Decide that I'm not going to play with this thing. One of our guys, no job, nothing. I told him God is going to give you one. Something's going to happen for you. Now he's paid ten thousand. Yeah, it's ten thousand shop every month. Ten, thank you. Cool. By the grace of God. Yeah. You, without any human assistance. He was being paid in dollars, so I mean the economy was benefiting when they pay. Economic. In this economic turmoil, people are being blessed. As a child of God. The economy doesn't determine your prosperity or otherwise. At all. Ah, what is economy? IMF bailout, whatever, they have tightened belt. It has nothing to, are you IMF? Is, are, are you born from IMF or something? Are you not born from above? Yeah, so you, you, you live according to the supply of Jesus Christ, not according to the, the, the economy. No, 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 no. That's the kind of mindset we have. This place was built in 2020 during the COVID. We built during COVID. Yes. At the height of the COVID, we're, we're roofing. Doing social distance as we're roofing. We're roofing here. 
Yeah, what are you talking about? It has nothing to do with anything. Do you see? So, brothers and sisters, be, be proactive with receiving the word of God. Be, be, be sensitive. Do you see? Be sensitive. Know the timings, know the seasons of God. Just flow into it. Okay? God will bless you. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. We had some footballers coming from a certain one of our places. You remember? Lois. Those guys. One day, I was invited to come and pray for them. I said, the Lord will open a door for you to travel. One of them is gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. So receive a car. Will you believe I tell you by next week you'll be driving? You'll be driving your own car. A week from today. A week from today. Today is Sunday. A week from today. You come and park your own car here. And you come and give your testimony. Whoever it says receive it is for you. In Jesus name. Yeah. It's, it's a season of testimonies. It's a season of God's power. It's a season of miracles, signs and wonders. And the Lord wants you to receive something from him. Okay. The Lord wants you to receive something from him. So rise up upon your feet and just thank God for what he has shared with you. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.